Hello everyone, how you doing? I'm Josh Love Talk. And I'm Tineke. You are welcome to Rant and Talks podcast. Hello and welcome to the Rants and Talks podcast. Today we have a special, special guest, which yes. is my mum. <laughs> Introduce yourself, mum. <laughs> Hi everyone, my name is Vivian and I'm um, this beautiful girl, Tineke's mother. Nice. Yeah. Nice. nice. <laughs> welcome, mom. Welcome. Because I'm Thank Yoruba, you. I have to greet I have to greet mom in the Yoruba language. Ekalema. <laughs> so today we are talking about dating and relationships and how it's changed from our parents' generation to ours. And that's why we've got my mum obviously on here. So we're just going to be covering a range of topics. We're just going to go with the flow and just see what comes out of it, really. Cool, cool. Like, just give um, Angela a bit of time to just talk about herself, generally, what she does. Oh, she said she's yeah. a mom, but just generally what she, what she does and, you know. Oh, my. Um, oh, my goodness. Um, I am the mom of three children and one grandchild. Nice. Um, gosh, I spend a lot of my time now especially since it's been locked down, um, doing a lot of Christian stuff. So Bible studies, um, church online, preaching to people online, a bit of cooking, and I've done a little bit of selling over the two-year period. Nice. And um, Plug your just, business. What's your business? <laughs> <laughs> That's my main business now is um, cooking. Oh. African food, but in some English dishes as well nice. uh, for small gatherings. Okay. So anyone out there who wants lovely food, uh, yeah, yeah, reach out to me. Yes. Nice. nice. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. Go on, Tim. What are you going to ask? So I was just going to say, do you feel like the dating scene has changed from when <laughs> you was growing up to now like um, if so what do you think is the biggest difference oh my goodness um it definitely has changed um i think there's two main differences i think the dating now ladies are kind of allowed to ask men out i think mm. that's acceptable now <laughs> that was not that did <laughs> not happen back in the day uh, there was certainly nothing like online dating. Most definitely not that. I think those are the two major ones. Um, yeah. yeah. Do, do you feel those things have, do you think they have um, any impact in the outcome of relationships? Because the women these days would say, at the end of the day, you know, if rather than waiting for a man to approach them, they, they would make the first move. Um, some even call it strategically posi- positioning themselves. For the guy to approach them, but they're making the first move, and you know there are success stories of where it's worked out. Do you think a woman, from your from experience and obviously your knowledge as an as as an adult, do you feel like a woman approaching a guy first determines the outcome or affects the outcome in any way? I personally don't think it does, okay. but I think I I as an individual I move with the times. <laughs> Let me put it that way. A lot of People probably don't think that. I think from the viewpoint that the feeling is that the man will sort of feel inferior in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Feel like, oh, she acts so she kind of feels she's in charge. I think that's the perception of 
what many people will think. Um, yes. I just think it doesn't say in any rule book that the man must ask the woman. It's not written anywhere. So um, I, I, I don't see a problem with it. But I think if you ask some of my friends, they'll probably say, no, you just don't do things that way. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, but no. But that's, I think that would be the major thing that people will probably think. I think some men would probably think the woman is too forward um, and feel a bit inferior, yeah. I think. I, that I, would be the negative. I, I do agree with you. And we, since we've spoken about this, because yeah. I feel like to an extent, it's, it's, sort of a, it's, still, it's still a man's thing to do. It's still popularly seen as a man's thing to do yeah. to approach a woman. And when a woman takes charge like that, it's seen as a masculine energy, which mm. some guys might find a bit threatening. I feel like, okay, if you want to take the lead, what am I supposed to do here? Am I just meant to follow? Uh, and I always say, like, it's cool for the woman to make herself known, and but still give the guy a chance to choose you. Don't just move to him and then you just carry it on and just expect him to follow because most men still want to lead. And I think sometimes that's where it falls apart. If yeah. the man just carries on, um, the guy's just just accepting whatever she says. I think sometimes that's where it falls apart. I still think it's important to give the guy the chance to lead because most men still want to lead, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, do you think? what do you think? Sorry, sorry, Tiz. Sorry, things. Sure. Did you want to say something, Dan? Did you agree or do you disagree? Or No, no, I agree. Um, like I said, times have changed though, haven't they? You know, yeah. times have changed. I certainly think the part of, you know, let the man or the guy know that you know notice you like you know i'm here kind of thing i guess but at, some, at the same time there's some men who are just there and they're looking but they're, they're not really doing <laughs> not making a move so back exactly. in the day so back in the day obviously we call it strategic positioning now so you just make so eye contact where was that the same back in the day like if you want if you're into a guy, like, well, how do you make it clear to them that like, you're interested in them bef- so they can come approach you then? Or you don't? I, listen, for m- me, <laughs> I did not make any strategic anything. I mean, you, you, you might be in a, in a place with your friends and yeah. you're just telling your friends, but not making eye contact with the guy and sort of saying, you know, that guy looks really good. Or, but you don't look at him directly. Do you know what I mean? You're, they're kind of telling your friend, you say, don't let him see you're looking, but do you see that guy over there? Right? <laughs> kind of thing. You know what I mean? But you, you don't look, or you're doing eyes, or you're doing... No. You don't do none of that? Like no. Well, I feel like people do that now. Well, yeah. They're very confident now. They make it very clear sometimes. Yeah. But then some people won't be, will be too scared to approach you. Like, if they don't... They want to see that maybe they have a chance... I'll yeah. see something before they go there, before they get rejected completely. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, would like, I would like to think men back then as well were a bit... I want to say, I don't know why I think this, but I would feel like men back then are more confident. They had to be. Probably. How was they? How did they approach you back then? Yeah. Auntie, how did uncle approach you? Listen, with, with me, the people who approach me, and you won't believe it, it's usually through... Um, they would usually send somebody else to you kind of thing. Most times a female, you know, like somebody, and that's what happened, I would say, on more than one occasion, you know, it's like... So oh. their wingman is, there, is a woman, basically? Well, yeah, it's, from my experience anyway. Yeah. Maybe they look that, you know, a, a girl, because you have to think, back then, I'm going to go for it because I'm from Nigeria, you know, you have to be careful, you... 
they look and there's this look that the girls have already so you you have to really be because somebody will come in and you'll probably be thinking Who, who's this you know like where are you going kind of you know so but a female to a female i guess is a bit more mellow they come and they just start a conversation with you hello hi something something so that person over there that's my brother or my you know and he likes you and even though you're looking you know you're having to size from where you are and you can judge already. The girl will know your reaction already because you probably look at thinking, "Nah, not this one." <laughs> Did you not think he was a little bit ch- like? I'm just trying to think if now a guy wants to approach me, yeah, then he told these girls, "Come, on, I'm gonna be like, you're so childish. Like, why couldn't you approach me by yourself?" Yeah, that. Well, this we're going back. What now? Forty? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The times are really. Look like this really was in Africa as well. The, the perception yeah. was a bit different. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't the thing to do to be, you know, here's the normal thing. You're in the club, the person sees you, you're looking at them and people are eyeing it or whatever it is that people are doing. That wasn't the thing that was done then. But yeah. Wasn't there a time though when a guy could write a note? Let's say you're a party, for example, like a wedding. Like a guy would write a note and give it to some one little kid to go and give it to the girl. <laughs> That yes, thing. that's so cute. Yes, that, that, yeah, those, and those happened as well. That was another thing that people did, yeah, that people that's did. Cute, though. He I was writing notes. Now, it was so cute. You would just rip off the note in front of Yeah, that did happen as well. That did happen as well. Yeah. That was another, yeah. Can I tell you something I really want to ask? Yeah, because I feel like finance, <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. just, you know, back in the day, yeah. Did a man's financial status have any impact on whether you're willing to date them or even pursue them further? Because I feel like in this day and age, like mon- someone's financial status can ch- change them, can go give them, can change them from a zero to a ten, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, with the individual, so say the, the man and the woman who liked each other, for instance. I don't think it really mattered, but the family influence, then it became a big deal because they wanted to sort of know, you know, where is he from? Um, what what his parents do? Like, what's his name? Like, what is the substance of this person you're going with? Will they, you know, is there anything to them? Um, so I think that played a role. The minute you went and told your parents you were serious about somebody, then that would be, they start asking those questions. They want to know their financial status and yeah. stuff, they're going to look after yeah. you. Like yeah. Same with the woman. So if, say, I was a woman and I was going with somebody, for instance, it's sad to say who was maybe a carpenter or something, yeah. <laughs> you know? They won't look at the father, okay, it's a business that might build. You're going to be a carpenter. You're, you're, you're going to go with a carpenter. What's he going to offer you? You know, there's no thought that, well, maybe in a few years' time, yeah. th- there might be, yeah, it's just, it's a no, no, it's going to be no. But you see what, the, see what the difference is, though, with then, it, that is the family, and that's when the relationship is at a point where you're introducing the guy to the family. Yeah. I yeah. like back then, you don't get introduced to a family until most people know it's serious and yeah. this yeah. married. Whereas now, it's not even the family influencing this. It's some women that are saying, yeah. oh, money. I cannot buy me the Gucci lifestyle I want. So I'm day three times a year. So as a result, like, this is like first approach. This is like, like yeah. for a few months. This is oh, like, dear. And that's how things have changed. It, yeah. it, that's a major one. Yeah, that is not good as well. It's really not. 
because that's the whole don't judge a book by its cover you know you don't know what's in the person or what they have until you get to know them but they want and the lifestyle is in money yeah but they then, want the lifestyle want the gucci bags <laughs> what's the balenciaga shoes <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> I think that's part of the podcast of many breakup of relationships there because if you and some people not meeting people for a long time because if you're waiting for all of these things you might not meet that person yeah i feel like back in the days um our parents dated on character yeah um, yeah anything else because and it makes sense because i might not be where i want to be today but if my character yeah. is like I'm hardworking, I'm ambitious, I'm yeah. um, I'm creative. Something yeah. happened for me. Uh, you just met me in a phase where it hasn't happened yet. It's not that it wouldn't happen. Exactly. When you're dating somebody just based on what you can see, mm. what's tangible, that's dangerous because... That's true. Okay, so what if they, okay, they, they've got money, they can give you a lifestyle, but they, they abuse, uh, they, they do drugs, yeah. or they, yes. they abuse alcohol, whatever. And so, you, you, yes, you have the money now, which is what you're attracted to them for, and then you have to stick with them. When things go wrong, you find yeah. yourself in a toxic situation because yeah. you're trying to stay with that lifestyle and trying to stick with them. And you're yeah. thinking, oh, I love them. I'm sticking. I'm doing it for love. But really, you're doing it for the lifestyle. Yeah. Lifestyle. <laughs> Back then, it was more about building together. You know, you, you, you kind of started together from scratch, wherever it was, and you just, you built. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't feel like a lot of people want to build these days. I feel like they want a ready-made person. Ready-made, yeah. They want to walk into that lifestyle. Do you know what I mean? They don't want to do yeah. the graft. They just want to have the luxury life without yeah. having any of the work yeah. that goes into it. That's the problem. Yeah. I know before, before you go to your next question, can you please explain this term? I've heard this term quite a bit. And I don't know if I understand it. It's called struggle love. A lot of women do. I'm sure you've heard it before. They call it struggle. It's called what? Struggle, struggle love. love. What is struggle, struggle love? Yeah. What is struggle love? For some women, I'm not for struggle love. What is struggle love, please? I don't know what they're trying. I don't know if they're trying to insinuate the fact that the guy's broke and that's not going to be a fun kind of love situation. Yeah, I think it's struggle love where you just, you know, you don't get to like enjoy. You don't get suffering and smiling kind of thing. You know, just knowing to go through life hardship. But I just feel like people use the term very loosely, though. Very, very loosely. Yeah. You get what I mean? Like, the struggle, like, come on. That's not what you insinuate as struggle love. But they're talking about materialistic stuff and stuff yeah. and dating and holidays. It's only about the financial aspects. And that's the sad thing about this generation, I'm not going to lie. Is. It is. Money plays a big, um, it is. big, big role, boy. Massive. It's sad. This is sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more question yeah quickly what about looks you know like in this generation as well another thing is people are like oh my god he needs to be tall he needs to like do you know what i mean they have all these attributes or the men will be like the women needs to have big bum big breast sorry like, and then it's like in your generation like was it a thing where you're like oh you and your friends are like no we need a tall guy or is it like whoever approaches you and uh, the, the men so like oh my god she needs to have a big bum and all of this or no, certainly for me, yeah, I wasn't, I'm sorry, the, yeah, the looks, it wasn't, no, what I saw, if I saw somebody short and round, that was not going to work. So you was, you was going for the physical attributes, basically? Yeah, well, some, because I'm, I'm not exactly <laughs> the shortest person, I wasn't going for somebody who was short, definitely, that was out of it, they didn't have to be extremely tall, but taller than me. Um, uh, I think back then age was a big thing. I think it was, I don't know if I knew anyone who went to somebody who was younger, for instance. Um, I don't know if that was just a notion that we were born with because 
our fathers were always older than our moms. Um, mm-hmm. I think subconsciously we just went along with that. But I'm telling you, if somebody wasn't cute and you go home, you'll, you'll get caught to decide, where, where, did you, where did you find this? You know, they will make some kind of remark, like, where did you find this is the best thing you saw? You know, this, they will say it slightly, you will understand that they're saying, nah, no, not cute. <laughs> yeah. So I think I went for looks. I, I'm, I'm not sure what the definition of ugly is, but... There were people that me and my friends would see and think, this this is not, you know. But what about their personalities there? What if their personalities were nice there? You didn't get to give you didn't give them a chance. Oh, boy. I don't <laughs> even know we went to the stage of getting to even the personality. You know, if somebody's coming and you just thinking, who you know, there were terms that used to be used back then that, oh my gosh, it's so dark if we have a child, the child not. So basically, walk. That whole stuff was happening back in them days as well. Yeah. That's so bad. It is. Attraction is always important, though. It's it's weird being with someone who's not attracted to you. It it would be difficult to make that a romantic relationship. Yeah. So, so true. You're just looking at them like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, you just... (laughs) But I feel like in them days, I I don't know. I don't know. What I just feel like you got you. Some people would have some people seem like they would have settled anyway. They would just be like, you know, whatever. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, it's not settling, it depends what my ugly might not be somebody else's. Yeah, ugly. Exactly. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But there are some that are just plain blown ugly that you don't take them to your friends, they just don't see him ever. But they're not ugly. Is anyone ugly though? <laughs> In you guys' definition, some people are ugly then. I'm telling you, there were some friends we had that, you know, you keep saying, so where is this guy now? They don't want to bring them around the friends. Yeah. And then you keep saying, oh, well, bring him. And then the day we see this, you know, your face is like the same. It's like, you even express, because then there was no (laughs) decorum. It's like, who, you know, like, my goodness. (laughs) And that was the end of the relationship. Because she just thought, no, this is not going to work. That's that's so bad. I feel like in this generation, people are a bit more calm. Like if your friend brought someone and you didn't think they were good looking, I don't feel like anyone's going to express it because it's not my business. And it's just out of order. I feel like we were more calm. We're not really the kind of people to be like, oh my gosh. Like who are we to say that? I will talk for you because they have to die. If she does speak, I think if she saw somebody that was a friend that was not. No, I won't say no, no, no. I won't say anything. I'm not going to say nothing. Never. When they break up, when they break up, that's what you're going to say. Yeah, exactly. I'll be like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I I would. I'm not going to lie. I would be like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not gonna. I thought you was. I, I felt like you was. You, you was. Yeah, you could do much better. <laughs> but at the time, I'm just there. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm there. Like, yeah, man. The way they never broke up. Then they never broke up. That's your business. It's you that has to look at. It's you that has to look at him every day. It's not my business. Which is the most important thing? As long as the person finds him attractive, really, that's what's most exactly. Because exactly. who am I? Yeah, exactly. That's why I would never say that. I think it's disrespectful for me to now be like, oh, he's not good looking. Well, that's someone they actually like. Dope personality, dope everything, and I'm gonna be like. Well, people, I'm talking when I'm saying this. I'm talking like somebody that's you know, that's someone that's really, really close to you. You know what I mean? Like I know, but even someone that's really close to me, I'm never gonna be like, oh my gosh, like no. Like I'm gonna think it, but I'm not gonna say it out loud. I'm not gonna lie. So when they ask you, like, because you girls have these conversations, when they ask you, what do you think? Is it cute? What are you gonna say? You're gonna go, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna say? I'm not gonna lie. My go-to, I always say. Everyone would tell. I'm not my type. That's just it. 
Because they're not my type. I don't, you know what? I don't like, I don't like calling anyone ugly. Because who am I to call anyone ugly? Someone might think I'm ugly, but I'm going to just say, yeah, not my type. That's my always go to. Ugly is just, yeah. Just... Not my type, innit? It's not from, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Not for me. <laughs> but you, you, you continue on. Fair enough. So, marriage, right? I feel like back, back in the day, marriage was a big thing. Um, I felt like more, more people dated to get married. Please correct me if I'm wrong, Auntie. Mm. But that's, that's my view. These days, marriage is not so important to people anymore. Like, it's like, when yeah. I get married, I get married. You know, yeah. I get married. Some people are cool with it, even though they want to. Why do you, do you think, why do you think it is so now that you don't really care about marriage anymore? I don't know. I feel that the roles have kind of reversed. But when we were, obviously, when we were younger, and even our parents, and then when we got married, um, obviously, we all went to college or unis or whatever. But I feel the man, the man's role was very much defined. Mm. You know what I mean? So the man was like mainly the breadwinner. You know, yeah. he, he brought the money home. The woman maybe had a bit of a part-time job or started a little business and brought up the children. And that was seen as a family unit. But now, a lot of women are single moms and even the younger ones are career-minded and they're not ready to, um, I don't know the word to use, to compromise, if you like. Mm. Um, I just think everything has changed now. You know, there's so much exposure there's more careers for women. I definitely feel that's got more of a role. And so with that comes independence, you know, and a lot of the men do not want to, I would say conform, because there's got to be like a bit of a middle ground. And many men are not willing to do that. And many of the women are not ready to do that either. So if we compromise on this, then this will work. If not, and, and I think that's, that's happening all over the place now. Yeah. Independence. I think independence. I think that's really powerful. And in my opinion, I think there's a war between, I'm going to talk with black people, black men and black women at the moment. I feel like there's, yeah. there's, there's a Major. war. Like, I feel like black women hate, strong word, but I, I will still go with it. I think black women hate black men. Yeah. It, it does come Majority. Um, and I, I, to an extent, I get where the, where the beef comes from because I, from a guy's perspective, Right, and please, there are two women here, so feel free to, I stand corrected, feel free to correct me <laughs> if, if I'm out of term. I feel like the man, even though in 2021, the man is still expected to provide, the man is still expected to protect and to profess his love, right? If you're not doing that, you're not man enough, you're not an alpha male, and all these brand new words that has been thrown around. But women, it feels it feel sometimes that women want it both ways. Women want a traditional man, but women do not want to be the traditional woman. The, the, the modern women, this this is. They don't want to be the traditional woman. They still want to be the Miss Independent. They still want a guy that can help them out. But the guy has, still has to be what men has always been. And I think that's part of the problem because men are like, okay, wait a second. If we go on date, you want me to pay. You, you don't. You don't want to go house. And I'm I'm not for men paying house. I'm I'm for men paying. It's a it's a it's a gentleman thing to do. Um, but when when it comes to when you ask a woman to do anything that anything you know well is a misogynist why is he why is he talking like that to women or why is he asking women of this and i think that's part that's part of the problem because 
yeah, like you said, Ma, the, the roles the roles have changed and more women see themselves as modern women. But the unfortunate thing is they still want the old school men. Yeah. And I don't know how we can ever come to a compromise. I don't know how we will come to a compromise. And on, on, it's only the people that come to a compromise, whether men or women, that have made relationships and marriage work so far. In my um, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you my view about the roles reverse. So when, when we were growing up, so in Nigeria, for instance, and the older generation, so the idea was that the man you know, brought the money home, the woman was at home. And if the woman did work where there was children, for instance, so there was a lot of help, you know, there was house help, um, somebody else is doing the cooking. So, you, you know, you, you, yeah, you know, you have the washerwomen, you, you have every, you, just, you as the woman came home from work as well, and you just put your bag down and somebody served the meals or whatever. So what I feel that I, the men expect here, and I'm not all men, you know, I'm not going to, and this is why I said the roles reverse. So the man is working and so is the woman. Mm. This year. And then both in this country, so we're abroad now. This is not Nigeria anymore. So the man expects you to come home. I'm not saying you, I'm talking of most year. Yeah. So we've both gone to work, we've got home at, I don't know, seven o'clock in the evening, pick up the child from the child minder. So I need to get home, cook the meal. As I'm cooking the meal, do the homework, set the table for the food while the man is chilled out, has had a shower, put the TV on, legs up the chair, and, you know, and the minute you say something, it's there, you then be told, but that is not how it is in Africa. In Africa, the woman, uh, no, this is where the problem is. We, yeah. First of all, people need to remember that when you're in Rome, do like the Romans. We are not in Nigeria here. This is not mom and dad's wedding anymore or relationship. This is our relationship now. So the compromise, some men are helpful, yes, but in general terms, that is where the problem comes. Because you keep being reminded, the minute you do anything, it's going to be, oh, but in, my mom, you know, would still cook for my dad. Oh, your mom cooked the food while the housemaid was taking care of the children. Mm. and while the washer person was washing the clothes yeah. so there was time to do that yeah you know yeah. what i mean and i think that's a major problem that's where which is where you say the black girls so they probably see the black men majority of them as pompous whatever <laughs> and um, would rather not go down that line you know but they expect you to bring the money in same thing you, you know what i mean but Help a little bit. If she's cooking, take care of the child. Do the whole, you know, do something. I feel like in this generation, though, that people, are, the men are more helpful, though. Yes, yeah. Yeah, like, I yes, feel like the are, men yeah. help with the children. I feel like in, in you, your, your generation, like, I feel like the men were less helpful. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, even, I like, just think my That girl, was the problem, like, because even though we're the older generation, we were the older generation in this country. Yeah. Yeah. And it was forgotten by our husbands and, you know, people that we're now in England. This is not Nigeria. Mm. You know, you had this sister, somebody, there's always people staying with you. You know, there's little niece, there's always people in the house. So you had time to focus on taking care of 
the home or the, you know, and that seems to be forgotten. And that's why many marriages of my generation, I'll be honest with you, broke up. Because it got to a stage where people just thought, you know what, it's enough. Yeah. 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 And, and, and that makes sense. And I think that is some, some something the modern women see and like, no, I don't want that. I don't yeah. want that. Yeah, it's a, really, it's a real problem. Absolutely. Pre-married that, I want a man that can support as well. I want yeah. a man that can have this feminine qualities as well, not just yeah. masculine and be yeah. alpha male and just, you know, the woman should do everything. I want a man that yeah. can do these things as well. So it, it, it makes sense from that point. And I think as a man, you should be willing to do that. If you want to raise a family, if you want to have a successful marriage, yeah. marriage you should yeah. be willing to do that. 100%. But does that change when you have a woman that expects the man to pay for everything? Or should it change? Or should a man still be like, okay, cool, I'm going to be supportive. But the, from the woman's side, she still wants that man that brings home the bacon. She, she earns her money, but that's my money. But his money is our money. Oh no 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 that that I'm so no I don't I don't agree with that. If you both bring in money, um, then you both contribute. The way the what I think that's just my personal opinion. Obviously, there's there needs to be a discussion at some stage. Whoever brings in more money, money yeah, then puts more towards the home. You know, um, maybe if the rent is the bigger share, then maybe he takes that, and the woman takes care of the food and other things but you don't bring your money and your money is your money hmm. it's our money you know um yeah you might have a little savings account for yourself maybe where you have a bit of money you put aside if you wanted to do personal things but i i think our, the money is our money hmm. yeah it should be yeah always be. I, I i i'm with you well, that's the most when reverse in our generation. The man's money was their money, and the woman's money was our money. Really? Yes, most of the time it was. It was they, con they contributed when they wanted to, but it was, you know, as you got your money, you just took care of business, you know, food and whatever. And not all men, please don't get, not yeah. all men, but the majority, and I've discussed with quite a few people, that tends to be the same. Or you would have to be saying, so where is your money? Like, how much is your, you know, like, there was nothing to show. Where's the paycheck? You, how much did you get paid? It just never was a question that we, we as women even asked our husbands. We didn't even ask. Yeah, the women in this generation are broken. They want to they yeah, see yeah. some of that money, boy. Yeah. I feel like the women were too afraid back in the day. They weren't really worse yeah. because of the respect for their husbands. They don't want to yeah. come across as too forward. And and that's, because women that's now, what we saw our parents do before us. You know what I mean? We didn't hardly see them complain. They would complain. Say, my dad had gone out there. My mom would say, you know. But nothing was said at the time. It was smiles, like, you know, softening and smiling kind of thing. Like, yeah. That's but what you could struggle, did, love. Yeah. Yeah. But deep down, <laughs> not happy, you know, but it was the thing to be done. It wasn't heard of that, oh, I'm not going to be with him anymore, you know, so they just you, went along. You feel like a lot of people in them days then stayed in marriages, even if they weren't yeah. happy. Compared yeah. to now, I feel like people are independent. If they're not liking something, they're leaving. I feel yeah. like back in the day, you guys yeah. would stay married, even if you're not happy because you're, because of the family embarrassment. Yeah, it was like expectation as well. Like, right now. Yeah, who do you go and tell that you're not... You, you know, your parents will tell you that you go back there and you, maybe just understand, because they say to you, but you are but you know, you I'm go back you. there and you walk it out, you, yeah. you, you know, 
Um, and a lot of women were very unhappy, very unhappy. Yeah, it, it, it's not worth being unhappy for any, you know. Yeah, um, men back then took advantage, I must say. And you feel like people got married quicker back then as well. You know that like nowadays people are more calm about getting married and having children later, but you feel like yeah. people back in the day are more like, yeah, let's have our children, let's get married. Like, um, I think back in the day, again, there was a lot of family influence. So you were getting to a certain age, mm -hmm. you know, all these comments will start, and I'm talking maybe 24, you're hearing already that, like, What's happening here? Uh, is there no suitors? Like some parents are like that children. now, though. Some parents are still like that, though. But yeah, but not so much. Not the now. way it was last nah, time. Nah, yeah. Nah. You know, they say slightly to like, oh, look at Roke or Tutu. What, what's <laughs> this is direct pressure. They do it directly, kind of like, what's going on here? Like, um, you know, you're getting. I mean, I got married at 26, and that was considered to be quite late. Wow. Really? Boy. Yeah. That's young I'm one boy and I'm boy. <laughs> Yeah. What a mercy. Yeah, because many of my friends at that time, I think back then, 23, 20, basically once you finished uni, you know, you that yes. was the next thing. They just thought you've done your education now. So next thing, marriage. Yeah, kind what, of thing. Do you think, would you say, would you, if you could, would you change that? Auntie, would you, would, do you think that was the right way to do or how would you if you could create your own narrative how would it be good question i think i would because a lot of the women girls or women who got married then some of them married a lot of them the first men that they met mm. that was part of the problem okay. why you know, so, because you don't know anything else do you um so i'm saying you know when i said out meet other people you have an idea of what to expect you know from a relationship so if you just met this one person your childhood love you married them mm. so it's beyond an end all you, you know what i mean you don't know you don't know what other students are out there yeah me. there could be yeah, better out there there could be you know just even for exposure just to know what the world is like out there we were so shielded when we were younger that we we didn't get to experience life as it is, if you like. And so the first life we kind of experienced outside our parents' home was just this man. And, and obviously that was it. And then you've got in there and you're thinking, so this is it then. And you can't get out of it. Yeah. So you're stuck there. Because you don't have anything to compare yeah. to. Except for one or two friends <laughs> say, well, my marriage is like this or my husband. Then you start thinking, oh. Oh, so maybe mine could have been different if I just explored a little bit more, you know? Um, so me personally, I would, yeah, I would have loved to, I don't even know if it's necessarily date other people, just even see the world and see how other people yeah. behave in relationships. Take your time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Uh, that, I, 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 uh, I'm with you. I also feel like in this day and age, where the issue is, is that for women, anyways, my opinion once again, the older you get, the more difficult it becomes to find a partner for the simple reason that when you get these experiences and in life you're making more money, you're doing well in life, women always want to date or be with a guy that is either on their level or above. Yeah. And then the older you get, the more experience you have, the more things you have on your bucket list. And then your demand is 
a lot more. Your expectations are a lot. And then you're only dealing with a small pool of men. Yeah. And there are so many single women and so many single, <laughs> only limited men because there are more women than men in the world, apparently. Mm-hmm. So it becomes more difficult. That's, that's one of the reasons girls, yeah. women, they say, are like in their early 30s, they're still thinking, where's my man going to come from? Because they've explored and they've waited and they've gathered all this experience or they're doing really well financially, but they cannot find any guy to of, on their level mm-hmm. take them. So it's a two-edged sword, really. I don't, I don't know if it's a, if there's a balance mm-hmm. when. I mean, they they explore. I mean, some have. I don't know that it's not all of those who are in their fair or whatever that they explore. Some of them have probably explored younger, and what they saw has put them off. Mm. <laughs> That's part of the problem, isn't it? Yeah. And so you get put off, then you go back to doing your own thing, and then you get to a stage where you're thinking, "Wait a minute, okay, now I'm kind of ready." Um, where are the good men? I don't know. Um, but I think that some had bad experiences, some, I don't know, obviously career for some has taken over. So people need to be very careful with that. I think there needs to be a fine balance. You know, don't pursue career too much. And then, um, cause I don't think men like women who are overly, um, is it career? Is that the word that we use? Um, well, I mean, just internet career, career. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because, um, again, it, it's a man thing to be career-minded and career-driven. It's, that's all still part of the thought for to do with men, you know. The alpha male and the, all of that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? You know what? Well, I, d- I definitely feel like... I don't know, like even me now, I'm all about career, but I still feel like I'm happy when I had Kamara. Like, I feel like I had that 21. I would never change it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want another child now. I don't understand. Like, obviously, everyone each to their own, but you know, those people that wait till they're fully in their careers, like 38, mm-hmm. to have their first yeah. child, that wouldn't be for me because I want to be active, like doing stuff, like be fully on it. And obviously, our men, our, um, our um, body clock is not the same as men at the end of the day. Yeah. So I do think there needs to be a balance. As much as you want to wait and you want to get into your career, just remember yeah. that if you want a family as well, depending on how many children you want as well, you need to you need to balance it because when you finish doing career, career, the guy you wanted that, that you could have had a family with, he might not be there no more though. You're going to mm. be looking and trying to find a man at like 40 is not going to be as easy as it was when we were young because most men have had their children already. Like, let's yeah. just yeah. Women wait. Some men, like the forty year old man, I feel like most of them will probably be on their like, second or third child. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. So I just feel like you need to you need to get a gauge right, honestly. Definitely. The question the question I, I wanna ask is why do women feel like they have to do they have to do all at a time? So why is it like, okay, now I'm ready for men. Before that I can only focus on career. Before that I can only focus on enjoying life. Why can't it not just be, why can't you not do everything together? Yeah, and no, I agree. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm for doing everything together. Like, I've got a child. I travel. I've got a partner. Like, you can live your best life. I feel like the notion is, oh, my God, when you have a baby, you can't do anything. And, like, you can't do anything no more. You can't travel. It's like you think your life is all about having a child. By the end of the day, 
regardless if you've got a child, you still need to be traveling. You need to still enjoy and have time out from your child as well. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like people just think that once you're a mother, that's it. You're just a mum. You can't do anything. You can't go on holidays no more. Your career's gone. No, there's something called maternity leave. There's something called childcare. That I don't feel like people think about other stuff. I think they just think, no, a child's in distraction. But like, at 40 years old, when you want all of these stuff, you're gonna, you're gonna, you might regret it. Not you, not all people regret it, but a lot of people do regret it in the future. Like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like women say they can multitask, like multitasking, and I don't feel like people should put so much pressure on the right time. You know, like it's like, oh my gosh, I don't have enough money for a child. Obviously, you need to have your finances right for your child, but you're never gonna have that perfect life. Then if you, if you try and build a perfect life we're not going to have a child anytime soon mm. but by god's grace like i have not wanted for nothing for my child like i get that you need money and stuff but if you overthink every single aspect like you need this amount you're just never gonna you're gonna be waiting you're, you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna one day wake up and be like honestly like and you're gonna stack all this money from your career yeah what are you gonna do with that money though yeah. Like yeah. you need to be enjoying that as you go along, like living now, not be saving. You know, some people are like, oh, no, I'm saving all my money for the future. <laughs> Tomorrow is not promised at the end of the day. Exactly. So like, oh, money, money, money. You might not live to see that money in the future. Yeah. So make memories, make children, <laughs> make them fall in love and enjoy life, man. That's honestly what I think in this life, boy. I'm, I'm, I'm with you 100% because, yeah, I, I, I've just never understood why they some women have to phase it out it has to be one thing at a time i think you can live your best life yeah. while you're single and still be intentional about finding the right relationship exactly uh, and i feel it's almost a sense of entitlement to think that i'm gonna do all these things but when i'm ready or man should be there for me waiting when i'm done you know, yeah 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 the life doesn't work that way because yeah all these men would have moved on you might not look the same way you looked five <laughs> years ago it's for whatever so, reason. so um you can you can have a good time in life enjoy life do the things you love doing but at the same time keep your eyes open in case somebody does come by in that period yeah. and take advantage of it you know Facts. um yeah um it, it's getting late I, I want to let auntie go but i don't have any more questions since but i've got i've one. just got one more thing to say <laughs> and I, the last thing i've got to say yeah is the social media thing yeah because obviously, I think that's a massive, massive difference from our generation to yours. Yeah. You think that's a major a difference of why relationships are just mad and dating and everything. Because social media was not around in your generation. In our generation, that's all people care about, like image. Yeah. I, I think I've had discussion with you. I, I don't understand people who everything that happens in their relationship <laughs> is on... I've never seen such a thing. I just find it... I don't understand. And everybody's rushing to go see as well. Oh, this person just broke up. I just say, I don't understand it. I definitely think it's got to do with a breakdown. It's the way they see some of, and they forget that many of these people that they're looking up to probably have a lot of money. You know, they see this, I don't know, couples in America who buy the bags and and all of a sudden. So you now expect that your boyfriend needs to be buying I don't know. Um, <laughs> this sort of, I don't know what, £3,000 or whatever. And it becomes a thing. Oh, have you seen how that person is? Um, and look at the way that one treats their girlfriend on social media. Why can't you be like that? It's just, it's, 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 it definitely is a lot of problem. That is definitely, there was nothing like that 
like just said, I think it was love letters. I'm maybe sure we had telephone way, way back. Send me no mobile phone. <laughs> you had your landline, you know, in the house. Or it was send the gift man with a note to give to you and say, meet me at so-so place or whatever. So, because I've seen people are out on date and everybody's looking at their phones. With their phones, yeah. Yeah, you need to post it. You need to post the meal. Because if you don't post it, it never happens. It didn't happen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to show it's, it's, I've never seen such a thing. It's the Snapchat, yeah, just eating this and what we're wearing. This is, it's, it's, it's all, it's, it's too much. It really is. It's too much. Oh, man. I don't think it's helping, honestly. It's and then the ones coming behind and now looking at everyone doing this and thinking, so this is the way to go. You know, it's so. The Gen Zs. I pray for the Gen Zs, boy. So, me too. It's, it's, it's a lot. I have to say, I, I don't know. It is, nah, mm, too much. <laughs> I definitely say you want your relationship to thrive, keep it out of social media as much as possible. Yeah. Not everything needs to be known. Like, you know what I mean? Amen to that. You know? Not that's everything. Then that ring, oh, because somebody's now had the ring with the diamond, so look at, why can't you buy me the ring with the diamond? That person... <laughs> Cut your coat according to your size, and every relationship is different. You know, less people that know the better. Certainly, not social media. Yeah. On that note, that's God, the way first. Yeah, God yeah. first. That's definitely the way to end. Yeah. yeah. That, that even answered because I was just going to say, can you say, can you give advice to the, the 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 young girls or young women and and men? But I think what you've said is is enough. Yeah. It's enough. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you, Mother. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Our podcast episodes go live every Monday at 8pm. You can catch us on Spotify, Anchor or Apple Music. See you next week.